to help support this podcast and get exclusive bonus content and rewards, make a monthly pledge at patreon.com slash universe box. And, and remember, remember to, to think, think outside. I've dreamt of this moment for so long, Snow White. I'd wake up still feeling the grit of your crushed heart clinging to my palms. Greetings from Storybrooke. I'm Bobby Hawk. I'm Elizabeth Placencia. And I'm Tony Hooper. And this is it's story time. We also talk about ABC's hit series, Once Upon a Time. How's it going, guys? It's going great. Very great, very great. So happy to finally be here. Sorry it took us a while. We went to, through too many portals. Yeah, yeah, we're running a little late tonight. <laughs> Luckily, there's no one in chat waiting for us. But uh, between my computer issues and a long work day and everything, we got a little bit of a long of a late start as far as uh, the actual live, t- live uh, time goes. But we are here, and we are ready to chat about this week's Once Upon a Time, season six. What is this? Episode seven, right? Yes, episode yeah. seven. Heartless. All right. And uh, I believe, Tony, you have a uh, rhyming summary for us this week. Yes, I do. Here we go. The evil queen is trying to steal Snow and Charming's heart, but she's trying so desperately to keep them apart. Her plan is so evil and cruel that she doesn't have any time to be cool. Her revenge is right within her grasp, but there is something that she needs from the past. The sapling is the only way to stop this evil queen's plan, but Snow and Charming just might have to take a stand. For the the queen has no mercy for these two lovebirds, for she shows her awfulness in this week's Heartless. 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 Am I the only one that thinks of the song, How Could You Be So Heartless? That was actually, okay, okay, so here's the question, though, which, oh, first of all, don't sing too much, though, we don't want to lose audio like we did on that one <laughs> podcast that I don't, I still don't understand why we lost the audio on, but don't want to burn cornbread on that, but, okay, what I was asking is, which Heartless comes to your mind? Because for me, I like, uh, I, I always think of the phrase version. I think of the song, but I don't know who sings it. <laughs> well, Kanye West is the original. Kanye yeah, oh, Kanye okay. West. Probably him. But there's a there's a really cool cover done by the Fray. Do you know who the Fray is? Yes, I do. Okay. Uh, well, they do a really. If you if you haven't seen it, it's got a really cool video as well. Um, okay. You know, maybe I'll throw that video up on the uh, the greetings from Storybrooke uh, Facebook, so you guys can see what I'm talking mm-hmm. about. Uh, anyway. What did you guys think about this week's episode? I loved it. <laughs> loved it, loved it, loved it, loved it, loved it, loved it. Uh, which is ironic considering it was called Heartless. Uh, but that, that, that's, that's good to hear that the, the two of you really loved it because I, mm, I, there, were some, there were some really good scenes. Um, and I liked the twist, but overall, I don't think I was a fan of this episode. All right, so we have the positive, you have the haterade. All right, we're, we're I'm not, well I'm not, yeah, I'm let's not make sure we like, like, <laughs> like, 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 let's make sure we got that out there, folks. We have the loverade, he has the haterade, okay? <laughs> I'm not gonna, that separate. Look, you guys, you guys are making me choke in my coffee. Look, <laughs> seriously, I'm not talking about like. I'm not. I wouldn't go so far as to call it haterade, but I just like there. 
there were definitely some issues I had with this episode, to say the least. But that's neither here nor there. First, uh, let's just get into the main discussion of the of the uh, show. Uh, of course, every episode has a main theme, and it seems like this episode's main theme was about true love. Um, honestly, I don't know if I have much more to say about the topic than that, because this is obviously something that's been brought forth on this show time and time again. Uh, between that and hope, it's almost like the like main thesis of the show in general. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's definitely a well-trotted theme. Uh, I just don't know, you know, I, I kind of felt with this episode, it was a bit, for me anyway, it was a bit of like yada, 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 we've been down this road before. You guys can start like loving the episode all you want. That's great. This is what, you know, but you know, I, that's how I felt about, like I said, I usually I have a lot to say about the theme of the episode and like, I just don't know how much I had to say. I mean, yeah, you know, tr- charming and snow white are true love. You know, Emma's the product of that. The whole sapling thing I felt was kind of forced. Uh, anyway, I, I'm going to jump in. I, look, 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 seriously, guys. <laughs> because this is six seasons in, and we're just hearing about this thing now. And apparently, oh come uh, on, you can say that about a lot of things. Like, don't, don't even. Yeah, exactly, you can't say that about quite a few things, like Aladdin in the forest. My- but let's not even go there. Uh, the dog too. I'm sorry, but the dog should but- be out there somewhere. He should be in the pound somewhere. <laughs> that dog was so cute. That was a cute doggy. But it's okay. The sapling thing fell forced. The the backstory of of uh, adding to anyway the backstory of Snow and Charming felt forced to me. Uh, as far as like the um, them not being able to see like. You had to, okay, you had to make it where both of them, this thing happened to both of them, but then they didn't realize that they were both there. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I just, I didn't like that part of the story. I liked where it ended up. I liked the twist on the curse, and I'm sure we'll get into that more towards the end of the uh, discussion. But (laughs) but for me, I think that was my biggest hang up on the episode was the whole snow and charming thing. But anyway, you guys loved it, and that's what I, I make me understand why you loved it, and maybe I'll come around. Why did you guys love it, Liz? Okay, well, I mean, my first point is actually a hate point. Oh, okay. Well, no. <laughs> well, mine isn't. So maybe. okay. I, I, I let, 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 let Tony talk then, because I okay. wasn't looking okay. at the notes when I said what I said. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll volunteer definitely as tribute. Hunger Games reference. Go read it. Great book. Great movies. <laughs> um, for me, I mean, like, hey, we're starting out with the evil queen. You know, she's coming around. You know, she's lurking around and everything. And she's bringing snow out from her bed onto the cold floor. I mean, how rude, right? I mean, hey, she's evil. So anyway, but um, she's really, to me, showing how evil and cruel she can be. I mean, you know, we've seen her in past episodes and, and what she does and how she tries to make uh, Snow and Charming's life, you know, very, very hard for them and everything and, and for their stories to progress. But um, to me, I mean, she I feel like she is just taking like 
evil to a whole new level. I mean, threatening the whole town like that hasn't been done before already, but just with a new, you know, twist, bringing back something from a previous um, season, which they haven't done before. They haven't brought back like a previous threat from, you know, another season. So I was really glad that uh, they had touched upon that and on how um, the uh, River of Lost Souls water that she had in, in, in the uh, little bottle there, mm-hmm. you know, can be that much of a threat. I mean, hey, more power to you, uh, Evil Queen. Like, you have, like, in, in this show, she has to be one of my favorite villains besides uh, Zelina. So, okay. like, that's just, I, have a point so that's with the, I have a point to make with your River of Lost Souls comment. I actually mm-hmm. do as well, but why don't you go ahead, Liz? Why not d- just dump out the whole bottle of water from the River of Lost Souls in the first place? Why not just dump it out? Then the Evil Queen can't even use it, and then that's like she doesn't have that power. Why not oh. just like finish dumping it out on that oh. tree? I very seriously doubt that was all of the water there was, or else the Evil Queen wouldn't have given it to them. There was mm-hmm. more water sure. elsewhere. But that's know, but part of Regina um, just Regina just like the littlest drop on the tree, like well, no. just, just to test to see what it was, and even that little drop yeah. killed the plant. So you don't want to go just throwing around crap that's going to kill people or kill things or whatever. But mm-hmm. beyond that, even if she had destroyed whatever was in that bottle, the evil queen didn't give them like here. Here's Enough. all of the stuff I need. You know, like this is all I have. I, mm-hmm. I mean, here's my whole plan. I'm right, giving it. To- obviously she had more on hand but but my point is um so what like did he like carry some zephyr hills jugs down with him to hell or hades and uh uh filled it with the water from the river because like i i don't know that that like how do you collect the water without touching the water well no not even that just like what you know like how much water do you need to do what she's trying to do? Does she only need a little bit to go with a spell and then that will do something? Or does she need, you know, cause she's talking about affecting the whole town. If, mm-hmm. if she, you know, even if it takes just a little drop to do that tree, you're going to need gallons of the stuff to affect the whole town. I mean, right. not, 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 necessarily. not necessarily. I think, I mean, like maybe, okay. Like maybe a few, maybe a few drops in the water supply or something supply, along yeah. that. Yes. I understand it, what you're saying. That, that, that was my logic, question. Yeah. Like, like think logical on how it can, you know, if you're really trying to destroy a town, think logical, poison their food, uh, poison their water supply. I mean, like, Hey, if you really want to be evil and cruel, you really want, you know, to, um, make people suffer just because you're not getting what you want then hey think logical no i understand and but but then i also i also had a a comment about the evil queen i've Mm -hmm. loved her up to this point this episode felt a bit too hammy to me she she, uh just okay uh it's a very uh tight line to walk uh there's quite a few shows i watch um Bill and Amory, you know, do Legends of Gotham. So, you know, I watch Gotham and, and comment on that. And, uh, any high fiction show, you're, um, you're going to run into a lot of overacting or mm-hmm. what could be, da- you know, dangerously overacting. Um, mm-hmm. and in some cases it works very well. Um, and then in some cases it just doesn't. Uh, I, uh, it totally turned me off to, uh, Jada Pinkett Smith on Gotham. Uh, I've tend to groan on her a little more, but still, I, ugh. um, now Lana Priya, on the other hand, on this show, when she does the evil queen, I've loved nearly every moment of it. Uh, Rebecca Mater being Zelina, um, you know, they bring, they, they're able to walk that line. And I feel like Lana Priya may, I don't know if it was the acting or the directing, 
but I think she just kind of overstepped that bounds a little bit on this episode because it just a little too much sass. Really, that's how, I, that's how I felt about it. I don't know if there's a such thing as a little as, as a little bit too much sass because <laughs> I mean, she she has the attitude and she has the physique. She has just you know like the character so much in her mind that she can you know like turn on the evil queen just like that. I mean, at at at, at any moment, even like even when she wasn't a whole you know entity herself, mm-hmm. when she was inside Regina all this time, Regina as a character herself can turn into the evil queen at the snap of finger at any time she could be all miss oh yes i'm going with the heroes and um, i'm trying to save this person for my friends and my family and blah 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 so i'll rip your heart out (laughs) well ever ever since the evil queen has been separated she has gone a little overboard because this is the evil queen being separated this is you know on uh, right exactly on on um on adulterated is, I guess mm-hmm. is the word I'm looking for. So, mm-hmm. of course, she's going to have that extra bit Uh-oh. last night's Uh-oh. episode. <laughs> Bobby, you <laughs> froze. You, oh, you froze. Did I freeze? Yes, I think yeah. Ingrid came in out of nowhere, like from the dead, and just froze you for a minute. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> everything's fine now, though. Yeah, yeah. everything's fine. Uh, well, anyway, what I was saying was, uh, no, I didn't freeze that time. I just was... Uh, um... <laughs> That's a no. little smart. <laughs> um, yes. Um, no, but what I was saying was... Uh, I lost my train of thought there now. Uh, I just feel like she... Uh... Everyone heard that? Yeah. <laughs> okay, what was... <laughs> It's not, the show is haunted tonight. Yeah, the show is so haunted tonight. Like, <laughs> oh my god, Halloween's over. Go away. I don't know. It, uh, Tony heard it too. You didn't hear it, Liz? I don't know what you heard. Uh, it's just it like a whooshing like sound or something. or something. Yeah, yeah. The same noise that I told you I heard before the podcast, Liz. Mm-hmm. Oh, but the anyway, show is haunted uh, tonight, folks. Even moving on. Uh, <laughs> we we were discussing once upon a time. Uh, what I want, anyway. I mean, to make a long story short, I just feel like. The overacting went a little bit over uh, board a little bit too much on this episode. That's how I felt. Uh, but uh, Liz, you said you had some points to make. I know that you also said that they were <laughs> uh, a bit haterish. I guess you said right. Isn't mm-hmm. that what there was really before? only one. There was really only one haterade. I think. Um, a dash. Okay, so, okay. So I I do not like Snow White's nightgown in this episode. Honestly, I just, when she's Snow White in the Enchanted Forest, her outfits are great. She looks great. But as Mary Margaret in the real world, I do not like her outfits. Never really have. She, they button her up all the way almost to the neck. And, and, and there's no other word for it except they, they're not sexualizing her because I don't know how else to describe it. They make her look almost nunnish. Um, well, just, you, know, you know, like the, it just from buttoned up from head to toe and there's no figure. And I feel like they should give her a little bit more of a figure. She's a woman. I feel you know? like they, I feel like they frump her up and they do so because she's a grandmother. Yeah. Regardless of her. Grandmother, but she's in her thirties. That's what I was just, that's what I was just saying. <laughs> regardless of her age, regardless of the fact that she was stuck in a time curse for 20 years she has a 14 year old or 16 year old grandson and so uh-huh. and, and though I, I totally understand where you're coming from because they don't do the same for charming he isn't like in like 
pants up to his, uh, yeah, pants up to his uh, chest and uh, black socks with garters on them. I mean, it's not like they grandpa him up, but for some reason they do. I, I, you're totally correct. They do feel like they. It seems like they feel like they need to frump uh, Mary Margaret up for some reason. Um, I'm not saying. And I don't I mean, understand why. I've well, never understood why. Maybe, maybe I think it's maybe it's just because this is a whole new other time, and there's not really much out there to you know be so much of having having on the same garments as she did back in the Enchanted Forest. I mean, how many people do you know go around down the street in a bandit outfit? Hook. Yeah. I mean, he's another choice. Come on. <laughs> I mean, he's a pirate. Okay, we're talking about a princess. Snow White, and but, you know her her life has changed over the twenty you know like, like over the past twenty eight years for God's sake. I mean Jesus. So is that like all the haterade you had for this episode is just her night? Yeah, uh, pretty much. No, there's more. Uh, well, I see. Well, that no, that's, that's yours, Tony. That was mine. <laughs> um, but I I have um, my other thing that I want to say at this moment was that um, there's a clue at the beginning of the episode that sets up the rest of the episode when the evil queen mm-hmm. says, "Sleeping snow is my favorite snow." Mm-hmm. I when I watched this a second time, I thought that the queen had had to have that plan brewing in her head the whole time of what she ends up doing to Snow and Charming at the end of the episode. Because yes. once I heard that line, I was like, "Oh, okay, that's 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 the clue." Well, <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. obviously, in any good story, you know, and you may not even and well, no, I take that back. In any good story, you're not going to realize it upon first viewing. But, no. you know, obviously they're going to set up what's going to happen in the third act and the first act. Mm-hmm. Um, and no, you're right. I did not see the uh, the twist on that curse coming. Once again, I'm sure we'll be talking about t- more towards the end of the episode. Um, uh, and then it looks like you had a third point about uh, about Snow yeah. and Charming. Yeah, I do. Um, so I feel like it's unusual. I think this is the first time we've ever seen two characters have the same flashback at the same time you know it's usually they focus on one character per episode having a mm-hmm. flashback but this time it was a combined flashback and they didn't know obviously that they were having the same well i mean in the show we realize it obviously that they're having the same flashback but i mm-hmm. thought while watching it that was really interesting because they've never done that before well Definitely. it was okay yes it was the same flashback but it was all flashbacks to moments they shared that was mm-hmm. the no, no was- i'm not talking about i'm not talking about that one flashback that they combined everything i'm just talking about the past when they were just focusing on the past then they were going to the same place and i and the whole time i'm screaming don't meet don't meet don't meet because they're they're the way they met in season one and how we discovered how they met was Mm -hmm. so it's so important to the show not to change that i feel so i'm freaking out watching this going oh please don't meet don't see each other's faces you know like and i you know, so when they didn't see each other's faces, I was really relieved. I'm sorry, I'm jumping ahead, but um, you know, I I I was freaking out because I think it would be so pivotal to change how they met, and I thought that's where they were going with it. But then they didn't. But they were close to it, and it freaked mm-hmm. me out. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, definitely, um, I agree with that as well. It <laughs> is very it, like it is very pivotal to keep the original. If you're gonna like like if you're gonna try and keep changing things to different ways to how of, of how it happened beforehand just like on how they um went back to the past with with zelina's past portal 
um, and how they almost changed history. And they changed, they did change a, a little bit on how they met, but they still kind of met almost the same way, but just a little bit of a tweak change. So I definitely agree agree with that. Like you can't change a pivotal scene that, you know, they met way beforehand, before they were supposed to. Now, my thing is also with that, how, how I agree also with that is that I feel like, like they could have said, oh, I've seen you somewhere before. I've heard you somewhere before, something like that. Now that would have been nice too, but alas, it's just, you know, it's just on how they met, which is the pivotal moment. Yeah, I mean, I kind of already discussed how I felt about that earlier in the episode. Um, I liked, I liked where it ended up at the end, but I just, I that the whole snow and charming thing felt a bit forced to me. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I just, I just didn't like it. I don't, I don't know where what else to add beyond what, what I said earlier, and that, and that plays so much of a pivotal part in this whole episode that. Obviously, if you don't like that part of the episode, then it's going to drag down your thoughts on the episode as a whole. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. As they have on you, it seems. Uh, this episode in particular, I mean, they can't, you know, I we're talking about 22 episodes in a season, you know, and mm-hmm. um, this season in particular has seemed to be doing a lot of brushing past things. Like even in this episode, I, I think um, like... Like the water thing, like, you know, like she just decides to pour that water on that tree. It's like, oh, I think I know what this is. Like, okay. You you don't know what that was. That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. There's so many things. And that's not the only time that that happened in this episode, just in this episode. And I've brought up, you know, past, uh, instances on other episodes it, there's just so many things of just like moving on you know it's just like oh this this has to happen in order for the next thing to happen so this is going to happen without any reason as to why or when or how or anyway um mm-hmm. oh god i totally lost my train of thought there uh had to i was trying to pull up something that i was trying to remember uh Tony, what were you? You had something to say about Shady Blue. Mm-hmm. Do I have something to say? Finally, after six seasons, we are finally speaking up. Blue's outfit, I swear to you, was just horrendously ugly. Yeah, I was thinking. The same. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna just be blunt. Like, like it was horrendously ugly when she, you know, when she's normal size, and it's like, okay, you know what? You could stay fairy size for me from now on. I don't mind. But also, I saw another comment around um, around uh, the um, OUAT universe somewhere. A fan had said, "Well, hmm, if she can like if she can come to normal human size, why can't uh, Tinkerbell come to normal human size?" You know, I mean, it kind of it kind of like it kind of makes you think that okay, well, what are you hiding, Blue? You're saying people can't do certain things, but you can. You know, okay, yeah, you seem like you're the head of the fairies and everything like that, but it just seems to me that she's she's basically making things you know that are um that are good for her agenda you know i mean you know, for for her to do her job and and to uh seem like she's getting you know like much more of the i wouldn't say royal treatment but more of um more of the uh, ability to do more things you know but shady blue i think is still going to show her colors sometime down the line because who knows she may be actually the dark fairy that has been you know that rumor has been shooting around the OUAT universe for a while now. Maybe that's just my thought on it. Yeah, I know the whole shady blue theory has always been a 
<laughs> a uh, fan favorite theory as far as this uh, community is concerned. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know how much credence I give it myself, especially this far in, but hey, anything, anything is possible. Anything is possible, and it can come up at any time. But yes, I'm sorry, you guys, but Blue's outfit is horrendously ugly when she's in human form. It is, ugh. Like, it makes me want to regurgitate a little bit. <laughs> oh my god! Jeez. <laughs> well, bit. it looks like it looks like a really cheap, like high school production, like outfit. It doesn't even look like something that should like be. I don't know. It, it definitely doesn't look like anything that belongs in any kind of like enchanted forest. I, I, uh, yeah. I, I didn't. I definitely did not quite understand that in the slightest. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was my only splash of haterade. <laughs> okay, so uh, are you? Are you both uh, done with the haterade? Or do you both have any other haterade? Froze again. Who froze? Me? Who froze? Uh, I didn't hear either one of you for a second. Oh, no. oh we both heard yeah. each other. I think. Yeah, so. we were carrying on a discussion. I think we heard each other. <laughs> Or, but, no, that's, <laughs> but that is my only haterade I have. Uh, so. Do you have any more, uh, anything else you didn't like about this episode, Liz? No. No, that was all I didn't like about the episode was the, her. I mean, I guess if, 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 I, if I think about it, you know, Regina, not Regina, but the evil queen, the, the whole twist was very, very cruel. I mean, that's exactly what she wanted, but I mean, it was very, right, very I was just going to say it was cruel, but it was a great twist. But, you know. It was a great twist. It is a fantastic <laughs> twist. It's, well, it's what I think we all needed. Before you guys start pouring on the love on this episode, which it sounds like okay. you guys absolutely loved, we are going to take a brief moment to mention Bill and Amory's Patreon for Universe Box. Um, it's something we haven't been mentioning, and uh, I feel that I've been neglecting it. Uh, you go to Universe Box, or sorry, go to patreon.com slash Universe Box, um, and you're able to throw a few shekels to Bill and Marie who uh, produce this podcast as well as all of their other great podcasts on the Universe Box Network. Uh, Universe Box, where they bring you uh, great entertainment news twice a week. Um, uh, Legends of Gotham, <laughs> which uh, discusses Gotham, which if you want to send in a voicemail, you better get in now, but no one's listening live, so why would you? <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> but, but hopefully, um, though, if you listen you should and any little, any little bit helps uh starting starting pledges at a dollar a month uh there's different levels where you can get like free ebooks from doug or from Doug from from uh <laughs> bill like dog boy adventure <laughs> this is the first i'm doing a cold read on this okay this is the first time i've tried to mention this bill is gonna get you <laughs> <laughs> You dog boy. I was trying to say dog boy, okay? If you don't film me, you know who dog boy is. Um, but seriously, seriously, guys. Seriously. Okay. Any, any, any little bit will help. Uh, just go to patreon.com slash universe box and become a Patreon. And uh, if you are, if you do become a Patreon at least the five dollar level, uh, Bill will read your name on every one of his podcasts, and uh, so will I. As soon as I pull up the names, uh, give me a second, okay? Uh, okay. So on the five dollar star Patreons Club, we have Becca Baca, Angel, Holly Mac seventy nine, Monica Jones, Other Anne Marie, 
Sage of Earth, Harry Seidler, Seidler, sorry if I mispronounced that, <laughs> Timothy Peters, Robert Cotillier, uh, uh, Hope Melanex, Karen J. Horlacher, and Jessica Gonzalez. Yay. Thank you for being just uh, great $5 star uh, patrons. And I promise, Bill, I will do a better read next time. slash universe box and remember to think outside. Outside. <laughs> And uh, now that I'm thinking about that, thinking outside, uh, remember to sign up for the uh, the monthly newsletter at this point if you haven't already. Uh, the new or the first issue was just uh, in my email earlier today. I haven't got a chance to look at it, but I am anxious to see all of the great content that Bill and Amory have sent my way. Anyway, moving on to the rest of the show. So once again, you guys uh, said you loved this episode, and I think uh, uh, Tony, why don't we go ahead and start with your points? Okay, so uh, just wanted to let you guys know. I mean, like, I, this isn't more just of a point; it's a question because I'm still quite confused as as to what timeline this, um, you know, like this is going through with their meeting, and, and of course, it's going through before they really officially meet each other. Mm-hmm. But for what I wanted to know is which one, like, like which person came first, the woodcutter or the huntsman? Well, obviously, the woodcutter came first. Wait. Okay. Well, are you sure? No. Was it she, did she have any... Hold on a second. Because if she... The huntsman, when she was a te- the huntsman was when she was a teenager, when she was the first time she left the castle. Mm-hmm. Okay. so That's the first time. Then after that, she had to run away. So the huntsman had to come before the woodcutter. Yes. <laughs> okay, so, so, that, so there's a question. Then why did she even send the woodcutter? That it would have been the huntsman. Although no, I like the woodcutter. Why didn't send the woodcutter? The the guy she gave that brooch to sent the woodcutter. No, I I feel like I feel like the guy she sent the brooch to told the evil queen, and the evil queen sent the woodcutter. That's but the impression have I got. Seen- that's so third party though. Like, wouldn't we have seen the queen in the past go, oh, okay, go get her or something? I don't know. I, 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 thought, I thought it was the pet, the peddler or whatever, whatever that character's name was. I don't know. I just felt like it was something. I, I, um, okay, maybe he didn't tell the queen, but he just notified the authorities, let's say, who were working for the queen. And the queen had already had this woodcutter out looking for snow to begin with. That's I mean, that's the way I interpreted it anyway. I didn't think this this guy, uh, you know, um, employed the woodcutter because it wasn't you know like all he all he did was claim the reward of her you know her face being on all the trees and whatnot. Right, right. I agree. I mean, well, but um, I did love the woodcutter. I liked the whole thing of like he's like a werewolf. Uh, bounty hunter. I li- I did like that. I have a point on him, actually. What's that? Oh, uh, okay. so, so sorry to cut you guys off. So sorry to cut you guys off. I'm going to let you finish, but... Oh, I'm okay, Kanye. <laughs> yeah, <I'm gonna> <laughs> but we have some people in the chat room. Oh, wow. Uh, Yay! Yes, finally, thank you. Our prayers have been answered. <laughs> <laughs> we have one in chat tonight, Tony. Right now we have Bill Meeks, oh, Bill hey, Bill. and he is going to get you. He said about the Patreon thing. <laughs> yes, he says, "Doug boy, I'm coming for you." Bobby I didn't Hogg. say Doug boy. I said Dog boy. I just <laughs> I like Doug by accident, but that's who else is in here? <laughs> and uh, we have uh, guest eight four seven seven nine, and uh, yeah. still. 
and uh, Aaron was here too, but uh, he left. He may be coming back. Hopefully, he comes back. I believe we have some feedback from Aaron later in the episode as well. Awesome, awesome. All right, so I'm sorry. Uh, get this train back rolling. Uh, who? Okay, Tony, you had just discussed the uh, woodcutter and everything, right? Yeah. So where, I had where, a point about him. Please go ahead, Bliss. Okay, so the moment he took off his helmet, I recognized him from the show One Tree Hill, which is one okay. of my absolute favorite shows ever. And mm-hmm. I was a teenager when that show came out, so I grew up with that show. So, and uh, he played Dan. He was like the the evil guy, the villain of that show. And um, he had a redemption arc at the end, which is great. But I, I can't remember. I should have looked up the actual actor's name. I should have done that. <laughs> I didn't think to do that until now. But um, I just got excited when I saw him because I haven't seen him in that many other roles. So it was really cool to see someone I, I recognize in you know in another show. I, mean, I, I enjoyed that. I did recognize him, but I didn't. I couldn't place where I knew him from. I'm pretty sure I've seen him in other bit parts as well. But it was cool yeah. to hear you know hear you place him. Uh, I was I was never a big fan of One Tree Hill, Aww. but that's. Well, well, that's okay. That's not fair to say. I never watched it, so how could I say if I was a fan or not? I just never oh, watched it. Oh, there you go. You wouldn't, you wouldn't know that. It's right. That's why, I just, that's, why, that's why I corrected myself. Mm-hmm. I saw <laughs> because that's like, you want to give it a chance. Maybe we should do a podcast on it. <laughs> 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 One Tree Hill podcast. 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 All right. Uh, Back on track, though. <laughs> um, okay, it actually looks like we have one. Uh, we only have four weeks. I didn't even know this. We only have four weeks left before the hiatus, huh? I think oh, so, man. because we're on episode seven, and they do 11 episodes before the hiatus. So seven, eight, nine, ten, now, 11. They also said they I were doing things. Uh, yeah, I thought it was 12. But they also said they were doing things a little different this, this season, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's not 12, it's 11. Season. It's been 11 episodes the past three seasons. So they do 11 the first half and then 11 the second half. Okay, okay, I see. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean... As as far as that goes, I mean, it, at least they're not doing half seasons. It's a full season, so it's not like we're going to be picking up on a whole new other villain. Hopefully not. No, no, I, I, it doesn't feel like yeah. that anyway. Mm-mm. Although I don't know how much more story they can drag out of what's going on right now. Yeah, exactly. But then again, the producers always, you know, uh, bring up new things and uh, bring up new challenges and all that. We didn't get to touch on Aladdin and Jasmine at all this episode. So. And yeah, they were totally hiding in the focus. Still, <laughs> I still think Aladdin is the one that's in, that's the cloaked figure. And there goes that blender slash fan again. Okay, I read in the article. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, go ahead, Liz. I read in an article that oh, that oh. was just a stand-in actor that was under the hood. It wasn't any of the characters that was actually under the hood. It was just a stand-in. Well, obviously, yeah, but well, there's yeah. still it's still going to be someone, you know, ultimately underneath the hood. Though they're not going to just have it's not it's not they're not going to decloak the dude and they're just being like, hey, it's Jim, right. it's Jim, <laughs> or Jim. Like, exactly, or or Jim, but my name is Jim. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, obviously, going to be someone that's been introduced on the show. It has to make sense. Um, oh god okay. um, but uh, we do have a confirmation in the chat uh, guess 84779 says the first part is 10 episodes okay hopefully. so they're going to go on hiatus after only 10 episodes hopefully not but 
That means we only have three more to go. And I I feel like what's going to happen is instead of ending like, you know, how we usually do, I feel like they're probably going to end the season or end the season, end this half season, mid season, however you want to call it anymore uh, on a cliffhanger. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. As they always should, as they always do. But that's the thing, though. Like I just said a second ago, they already it already feels like they're dragging out this story. You know, like, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I mean, like. Hook is the only person that has left to come clean as far as like uh team operation cobra whatever you want to call it is is mm-hmm. prince charming well and actually also we still have to figure out who's um charming's uh, father as well so yeah they have I'm, to I'm sure that, that 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 episode that we find that out is going to be the episode where charming secrets come out mm-hmm. oh yeah you know just Here's like we had the episode where hook's secrets came out we had the episode you know Everyone's secrets have more or less come out at this point. The only ones... the, sorry. No, go ahead. Do you think for the rest of this half season, it'll be like, Snow's awake. Okay, so we need Charmy right now. Kiss him. He'll wake up, and then you go to sleep because we need him right now. And then they'll just, like, switch off. Yeah, that's, switch that's exactly what's going to happen. Um <laughs> And then that's mm-hmm. more or less like okay. That those are the because this was kind of all 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 about those, snow, right? Those are the kinda two snow. points that I still want to to touch on. Is the I want to talk more about the snow and charming, um, the twist on the curse, and mm-hmm. uh, my favorite scene of the episode was the uh, Rumple and Bell scene. Um, the soap opera Rumbell, like yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> all right. Let's talk about the twist first. Okay, let's talk about the twist. Um, Why not the Rumbell first? Why not get the soap opera out of the way? I'm so interested in getting the soap opera out of the way so quickly because I need them to make up. (laughs) Everyone like has you know been yelling at the TV screen for I don't know how many seasons at Bell about what she's let Rumpel do to her, Um, myself included, in in a lot of points. But at the same time, like Rumpel. Okay, everyone seems to hate that they keep going back and forth with Rumpel, but like I I love what they've done with Rumpel cuz I feel it's a perfect analogy of just the power of addiction. Um, you know, it's power that he craves. Mm-hmm. And what I loved about the scene with Belle and Rumpel was number one just her, you know, telling him exactly who he is and how he is and uh, you know, she's she's like really the only one that can stand up to to gold because like, you know, he knows, she knows that he's not going to do anything to her. Not only is he care, not only is she carrying his child, but you know, he loves her. And so he's not going to do anything to her. He's, he's showed that he will do anything, even, you know, lie and cheat and steal from her or to her or whatever in order to protect her. You know, that's how his twisted mind works. And that's Mm -hmm. how the twisted mind of someone who is under the, you know, uh, uh, throes of addiction. You know, that's, you know, you, you justify to yourself what you're doing. You know, you, this is, mm-hmm. you know, it, the ends justify the means. Um, and it all started for Rumpel when like he felt like he was too weak for Mila and too weak for, uh, Bale. And so that's why he took the power or that's why, you know, he did what he did was because he felt weak and he wanted that power to not feel weak. And, and for Bell to point out to him, you know, uh, that's not evil. You're just, you know, you're just weak. You know, you, you know, everything about that scene, the, what was it she said about, um, if you were pure evil, like the evil queen, maybe I could forgive you because you yeah. couldn't help yourself. 
but uh-huh. you have shown that you're capable of love. You've shown that you can change, but you choose not to. You're the one who's gone down this road. No one's forcing you down this road. Uh-huh. And this, everything about that scene, totally loved it. Uh, like uh-huh. Now that, know, Bobby, I, I believe that that should have probably been the quote of the week. You shouldn't let me put this, you know, this other quote of the week. But <laughs> it, it, it matches well, with the theme, but, but, but even, I like that quote better. But even what he said, uh, or what she said, you know, um, if I was going to choose a quote, it would be probably, you know, again, now I'm paraphrasing because I didn't write down a quote. Um, it would be, you know, uh, um, if you want your son's love, you have to show you're worthy of it, you know, not take it. Mm-hmm. That's another great quote. Uh, I mean, Where just like I said, everything about that, <laughs> like that scene, like um, that scene and the twist on the curse, those are the two redeeming qualities for me of this episode. Because other than that, I really was not a fan of the episode at all. But anyway, that's what that's what I had to say about those two things. <laughs> um, oh, no, I guess that was just about Rumpel and Belle. Um, what did, what did you guys think of that scene though? Do you have anything to add? I didn't That's think much it. of it. I mean, <laughs> until okay. I was speaking about it. <laughs> <laughs> until like until up to this point, I thought it was a really great and powerful scene too because it's bringing Rumple. Um, coming to terms with himself, you know, he he's he he's finding out that hey, maybe you know, like power is what's hurting my relationship, but and he's making all the bad decisions and stuff. So yeah, I don't think he's ever going to come to terms though, because that's the Probably thing. Not. That's, that's the thing is, and that's what I like about it is that you know, like like I said, that's the you know, a, a, some people you just can't help, mm-hmm. and that's probably what's going to come of this, which is terrible but you know and and then the uh what was it the um the curse uh while again i didn't like the the whole meeting not meeting of uh prince of uh charming and snow mm-hmm. i did like the i really liked i did not see it coming at all the twist on the curse um Definitely. as far as the whole you know sleeping not sleeping um like or like uh, Liz brought up earlier, now it's going to be this thing where they never share a scene for at least the problem, more likely the rest of the season. Yeah, that um, was um, well, the rest of the half season, I think. <clears throat> no, see, that's what I'm saying. That they've just they've gone on record saying that there is not really a half season this year. That it's going to be one full story. And yeah, you're right. Maybe maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. But like like I've said, they. They're dragging their feet on Aladdin and Jasmine. They're, it seems like they're dragging their feet on what's going on with the, uh, I don't know. It, Let me ask you a question. Go ahead. Would you rather them drag their feet on Aladdin and Jasmine or wrap it up in one episode? But okay, see, it, okay. You don't have to, you, you don't have to do one or the other. Like, but that's what they usually do. Yeah, but what I'm saying is they're mm-hmm. dragging their feet and they're also not giving us any story. You know, like, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, we had the one episode with Aladdin and Jasmine, but other than that, like what, you know, we don't know what happened in Agrabah. We don't know for certain what happened with Aladdin as far as what he did with the shears, mm-hmm. uh, what, he, you know, uh, I don't know, just everything about that, you know, it just seems like, they're you know, like it's hurry up and wait. Mm-hmm. I mean, to me, I really think that what they're doing is because we have two major stories going on here if you really think about it we still have we have more the, than two. we have on one side here really more than two i always thought it was just at least two but for me it seems it seems like we have the evil queen you know with her with her as a person coming to terms with you know saying hey 
Um, I still want Snow's heart. I'm still evil. I'm still, you know, awesome at it and things like that. And and that's just one side of the story. And then we have the saver side of the story with Aladdin and, you know, the other savers. Like maybe that they'll maybe be going on to, to that as a whole, you know, block of other stories just talking about, you know, the saviors and things like that. Because if you really think about it, when we went back to mythology and how, you know, the first Dark One was born, maybe we'll get to see how how the first savior was born maybe maybe we'll go back to the beginning of that and i really think that that's what's what's basically going on right now is that we're dealing with with uh untold stories and we're dealing with uh people's other halves maybe maybe go ahead now that you brought that up what what, how are we dealing with untold stories here's there's another that's that's another way we're dragging our feet yeah that this is true as well so maybe Maybe, yeah, maybe the thing. That's what I'm saying. Because at the beginning of the season, we're like, "Oh, we're gonna solve all of your untold stories." That you know, the, and and they haven't done anything to do that. Mm-hmm. Just like in the last season, when when Grumpy and the rest of the town came out and said, "We're finally gonna join you on an adventure. See you next season." <laughs> <laughs> Crickets. <laughs> Crickets. <laughs> about that and then also we uh, we still gotta know uh lily's father i mean that's another plot hole story. I, that, I, about I, that. Almost, I can almost guarantee that we will never see that again i can almost guarantee it because no. they, yeah, kinda, they promised that it, they promised that it was going to happen last season they promised that it was going to happen this season and well, this we already, season's barely begun yeah but we already know we already know that we have to have the story with prince charming we ha- we already know that robin hood's still coming I, I i don't i don't okay and and so what now we're just going to have an episode where oh look it's maleficent and lily they've been in the background the whole time and they've just i mean how do you exp- uh, i'm sorry I know, I know, so much haterade, but, but, I mean, they always seem to work it out in some form, shape, or fashion. Is there anything going on in the chat room right now, Tony? How do they feel? <laughs> How do they feel? How do they feel? Well, I'm sorry, um, I just had to take a break from what I was saying. <laughs> well, I totally agree, but, um, guess, uh, A4779 also agrees with you that, that, um, they really should tighten up on these plot holes. I mean, um, they were that uh, the uh, guest has said that it should have been at least several episodes arc with the um, evil queen and 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 uh, dealing with um, her as a person and things like that. Um, um, uh, guest also mentioned that we are going to see the dragon, so maybe his untold story is next week. Hopefully so. Um, I, thought that, I thought the queen killed the dragon. I thought that so too. I mean, because the way that she always left her remarks whenever the dragon came up in a conversation. Although we actually did see her do that. I, I don't know. And yeah. we, no and, body, and, it doesn't count. And I was just going to say too, we thought he was dead before as well. Yeah. We, all, we so. yeah, Until then, I mean, but they never showed his body. They never confirmed it or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And then also guests mentioned another untold story that's going to be left untold, Will Scarlet. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Like that, like, like that's another untold story that we'll never get to see the end of. That's oh, like, I thought you know. said someone said we will see it. That's no. Oh, oh, no. I, that would be awesome because on how they brought back the doctor from Wonderland, you know, how, how that ties 
in with uh, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde story, which is long over. We're finished with that. That's never going to come back. So, um, right. or that's what I'm saying. Like on some this, things they dragged their feet, and some things it was just like boom, we're done. At, at, I don't know. Take a deep I, breath, Bobby. Yeah, just take a deep breath. Just hey, I liked the last episode. I liked the episode before, but I mm. okay. Well, I loved this episode. Um. And I loved it because it focused on Snow and Charming. We haven't had a, a, a episode really focus on them in a while mm-hmm. and their relationship. Mm-hmm. And the flashback of all their best scenes together was, okay, as a girl, I don't know about you guys, but as a girl, I was like, oh. No, no, no. I definitely, yeah. um, like I said. Like, I'm a romantic. I'm okay with I'm okay with having their stories told, but uh, there are more characters' stories that need to be told. <laughs> they might be important, That's but not even positive with me, Tony. Now you're being on the air. <laughs> no, you guys, no it's, it's, okay. it's crazy though. I mean, There's actually one other like haterade thing I wanted to mention, and uh, again, it's not necessarily really haterade, but like, let me put on my raincoat. What's up it's with baby? <laughs> it's burning haterade. I feel like. I'm gonna sneeze. Hold on. Um, okay, what's up with Baby Neil? Like, what? I mean, it seems like they just gotta mention him every now and then to make sure that we don't feel like he's just become neglected or like to oh, remind has, us. That is babies in a lot of shows. The only <laughs> show I've ever shows, seen. Yeah. The only show I've ever seen where they actually use the kids is Charmed. Okay, like that true. show was from 1998 to 2000. Next, five. I want to say 2005. Thank you. 2006, and, whichever one. But and yeah, um, they really used the kids in that in that series. But in all the episode, all the shows I've ever seen, they just talk about the kid or they're holding a doll, right. and that's about it. And they don't mm-hmm. use it to their advantage. And when you have a show that has magic in it, mm-hmm. I definitely think you could use a kid more. Like they, Baby Neil could have magic. He could be well, doing something with that. Didn't and they speculate? Baby Robin could have magic didn't too. They, didn't they speculate? I'm sorry. Didn't they speculate that Baby Neil had magic? It wasn't when he was born that like the lights went out in the hospital or something like that. No, that was when Henry was. That was when Henry was born. Oh, I could have sworn something happened with uh, Baby Neil being born too. But I would imagine that if Emma was born from true love and has these powers. That you know the same would be said at least you know to some extent for Baby Neil. Yeah, true. But then you also have to think about it. When she was born, she was born in the Enchanted Forest, and there were no lights. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so, <laughs> anyway, um, I'm just trying to be real here. Like there were no. Did lights. when when they took the hearts out of uh, Charming and Snow. Did you okay? We, of course, Snow had the dark heart. Um, uh, actually, Rachel Nash on Facebook had a comment about this. It's uh, I noticed that both halves of Snow slash Charming's heart have darkness in them. Sorry, my screen I went black. That there. too. Uh, we know why Snow's too. is dark, but is Charming's smoky hue because his heart was once part of Snow's, or because of some act of his own? Thank you. Um, okay. So, what do you guys think? I think How, that's all you- Snow. So you think it's all from snow? I think it's all from snow. Um, but did you guys notice that that black line that went across their hearts? That it was like a like a black line that like literally went up the heart as the queen was holding it, and I thought that that's when she placed the curse on it. No, I, I wasn't paying. I didn't notice that. That I didn't notice that much detail, but I also agree with that though. I think 
I think the, um, the darkness is from both of their actions. You know, they have done some pretty dark things in their in their um, in their present lives, mm-hmm. um, and uh, it's just like it's just coming from their uh, you know from that. I believe I don't think all that darkness is uh, snows because if you think about it, the only real dark thing that she's ever done in in her present life right now in, in Storybrooke is killing Cora. Well, we saw which, that's where the darkness came from to begin with. We saw like okay. uh, I believe. I don't remember what season it was, but Regina pulled her heart out and said, "You know, you're doing you're uh, you're doing enough damage on your own." To paraphrase, must have season three. Yeah, it must have been because Regina was yeah. still evil. Mm-hmm. Um, but well, then, well, then if it's, if she was still evil, then that was like in season two. Then I was thinking two or three, one or the other. Yeah. I don't remember mm-hmm. early three. Different. You know, but um, but yeah, I I definitely agree that it's something that Charming has said or done. Maybe may, mm-hmm. I mean it wasn't like his. It wasn't like even a huge black mass like like uh, Snows was. So maybe yeah. it's just the secrets he's holding. Maybe so. I mean, like he 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 really hasn't really done anything, you know, gravitating I mean, to make well, his. Heart I mean, he's killed people. Before. I mean, we saw earlier in the episode he killed that woodcutter. Mm-hmm. So but I mean, that, but that was for self defense. I mean, but it doesn't matter. Like he just I mean, literally impaled. Him. So uh, what what Regina did to Monte Cristo was. Was, that was probably uh, some her do. I mean, but that's what I'm saying is that you know even though even whether just because killing someone is for a good cause doesn't mean it doesn't lead to some darkness in your heart. Okay, well, I, I okay, I, I will I will definitely take that back that statement back then. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, over in the chat though, we got some comments towards no, our questions. Um, let me see here. Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, they were talking about the um, kids. Bill, Bill and Guess were talking about the kids. Um, uh, Bill had mentioned, "Why don't they just make the baby work more?" <laughs> Stupid child labor laws. Guess <laughs> <laughs> says, "So rude, Bill." And then Bill's like, "Just joshing." And then also, um, also what what could have been over the darkness of of um of both of their hearts is they were both involved in kidnapping Lily as a child. True, true. So it it may have um it, it, it uh may have been you know led you know all, all like all of this would lead up to to that present darkness. And then Guest had said uh, about taking Snow's heart when when um Snow came over to our house that was in season two episode eighteen. Don't remember nice. the title. But there you go. Thank you. Thank you so much, you guys, from from the chat with all this feedback. We love it. Keep it yes, coming. yes. It's always great to have uh, live feedback. Uh, the past few weeks haven't been all that uh, busy as far as the the live feedback goes. Um, mm-hmm. But on to uh, our arbitrary scale for this week. Uh, After uh, all your hater rate, I'm wet because of it. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> 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 oh, do I have to do the ratings? No, no, no. Uh, okay, so um, the ratings will come afterwards. I believe. Yeah. Okay. No, you're fine. Okay. You're right. You're fine. All good. All good. Okay, arbitrary scale. So uh, on an arbitrary scale of uh, one thousand three hundred twenty-seven half hearts. Oh, what? not fifteen hundred. <laughs> well, I like I like odd numbers. I just like I I. Arbitrary doesn't mean doesn't mean like an even number. Arbitrary means like you just like like say like four hundred seventy four specs of a this that then the other thing. You're always 
It, you're supposed to just like come up with this stuff off the top of your head. That's what we do, right? <laughs> no, I mean like literally as you're talking off the top of your head. <laughs> That's what arbitrary. Okay, um, so yeah, so I'm gonna say 1,327. So put that in the chat, uh, Tony. Out of 1,327 half hearts. Um, okay, for me. Uh, God, eleven hundred? No, that's too high. One thousand twelve. One thousand twelve. Those, that's those big like, numbers were always hard to come up with. Um, but no, seriously. I mean, I've sat here for the past half hour, forty five minutes, maybe more, talking about like my problems with this episode. Uh, but like I said, the, the rumple and bell scene and the twist on the curse are the two things that redeemed this episode for me, or else it might've been an even lower score. Oh goodness gracious. So much haterade. I'm sorry. It makes uh, my heart hurt. Liz, he is you? entitled to his opinion, Tony. Yes. Yes, he is. Liz, I agree. Liz what's your rage um, for this episode? Out of I give this episode a perfect score. So you say 1,327. There's nothing you didn't like about this episode at No, all. I really want to give it a perfect score, and I haven't felt this way since they time-traveled back in Season 3. Okay, so... Because so- I, I love that episode. So this is, this is, to me, a great episode. I loved the twist. I loved everything about it. I didn't care about the rumple scene that much, but... It was a whatever scene to me, but I, I really, really, really enjoyed this episode. Well, I'm That's glad good. to hear that. And Tony, what did you think about it? Um, out of 1,327 half hearts, I would um, rate this as a 1,289. Okay, so not quite as high as Liz, but pretty high there. So uh, any high reasoning there. for that? Uh, the reasoning being, um, to be honest with you, I think this is really bringing me back to the magic of season one. You know, like with all having all these stories and, mm-hmm. you know, them being different every every once in a week or anything like that. But it's just bringing us back to the very beginning on how they met and then on how they actually came back to the place where where um charming had woken um had a uh, woke woke snow up from the curse which i thought was very pivotal to to um to uh my rating there like it brought it brought us back to the very beginning and i really loved that part that's what really just sealed the you know the icing all like, on the cake for me and to be honest with you that's what sealed the ice that that kind of was what helped seal the icing on the cake of why i did not like the episode <laughs> oh my god so much <laughs> I was like rolling my eyes when that happened. I was like, oh God, seriously, here we go. Here, another brushing past things part of the episode. Like, oh, wait, she's there. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, <laughs> I mean, I mean, so, like, hey, I'm, d- I'm done. I've got, okay. What did the people in the chat think of, of uh, tonight's episode or last night's episode, Tony? All right. So last night's episode guest um, did it a perfect, um, a perfect score. Wow. Almost, almost a perfect score. Uh, 1300. Yay. And oh, here, here, Bill, lower than you, Bobby. <laughs> lower lower than, than you. me, right? Wow. See, I had lower a feeling. Than you. I had a feeling. I had a Come feeling. On, I had a feeling nine hundred eighty-nine have hearts. Okay, yeah. and and what does he uh, give for the? Does he give any reason or? Um, guest reason is I lower rating because of the gold slash evil queen making out. 
Yeah, it doesn't seem like anyone. It doesn't seem like anyone's a big fan of that. I am not laughing. It's even hard to come up with a ship for this, and I don't know why I want to ship this, and I really kind of don't. But it's just going to get out of my hand. Shit nasty. Shit nasty. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, Bill just agree with uh, Guess's comment as you should. (laughs) Okay, so uh, anyway, you've heard enough about uh, what we thought about the episode and the ratings and everything. So on to the news. News. Oh, we're getting better. Liz, what do we got going on this week? Um, so ratings for for this episode after dipping four out of the past five weeks, most recently setting a grim new series low opposite the World Series. ABC's Once Upon a Time this Sunday rebounded a bit, rising 15 and 22 percent to deliver a 3.53 million viewers and a 1.1 demo rating. So that's so they're doing better in the ratings, and that's all I have for the news tonight. So no. Oh my god. (laughs) All right. So uh, sounds like we got like a three-week high. It looks like you have put on in there in the chat. Uh, I don't There's know. hope. <laughs> yeah, I have hope. I don't know about you, Bobby. It, it, it was looking it, pretty dim. Hope. It was looking pretty dim as far as the ratings go here recently. But it's nice to hear that, uh, regardless of my thoughts on this week's episode, that uh, the the ratings were high, um, or at least uh, higher than usual. That is, and uh, it's also good to hear that, like you know, my opinion isn't you know the only one that counts. It may be the most important one, but it's not the only one that counts. <laughs> wow. I like what Way you to blow us off. You know Why? I'm Just you know, blow us off. Guys, you know I'm kidding. You know I'm kidding. <laughs> but no, no, seriously. Mine's not the most important. Our listeners is the most important. Now we yeah. didn't <laughs> we didn't we didn't get a lot of uh voicemails, as in we didn't get any voicemails. Um, but we did get a few listener uh feedback emails. Give me just a moment to pull that up. I should have pulled it up already, but I didn't. Excuse me, and I'm sorry. Now it's me trying to do uh <laughs> stretch for time as I pull this up and here we go. Okay. <laughs> oh, I guess also has a name for their ship, for their disgusting ship. Oh, what's that? Right, Golden Queen. That's not a bad ship name. It's not a bad ship name, but oh god! Mm. Or it could just be like. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> 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 oh my god, you guys! <laughs> All right, uh, seriously, on to the listener feedback. Uh, so this one's from Nolan McKenney. Uh Hey, greetings from Storybrooke. This is my first time writing in, and I'm glad the podcast is back. And I'm glad to hear from you, Nolan. It's uh, always great to hear new listener feedback. Or, Hi, Nolan. I, all right. Hello, so Nolan. I seem to be in the minority, but I was disappointed with this episode. You are not in the minority. <laughs> well, okay, I guess you would be because I'm part of that minority too, apparently. Uh-huh. Uh, I felt myself getting bored when watching it. I remember being surprised when I saw there was still 10 minutes left. I liked the snowing focus and interesting twist on the curse, but I felt this episode had a lot of problems. One, they're insinuating that Snow and Charming was the first ever true love couple in history. If that's the case, how can people know that true love can break any curse? 
Was it just a legend passed down in the Enchanted Forest? Two, how did Rumpel save water from the River of Lost Souls? Not to mention bring it back to Storybrooke. How was the Evil Queen going to use the water on the whole town anyway? So it's nice to see he's sharing some of the same points I did. Uh, Three, I find it very convenient that Regina just remembers that she had chemistry with Rumpel right when the Evil Queen acts on it. I thought Zelina would find it odd that the Evil Queen sent a note instead of just coming and telling her. I didn't like Zelina turning green because that shouldn't be happening in Storybrooke. If it did, 3B would have been a much shorter season. And uh, four, what was Emma and Hook's plot during the episode? They had their scene in the vault, but I don't know why they were there. They were in there to begin with. They mentioned one magical artifact, artifact, then Hook told the story. Then the next time we saw them was with the town at the graveyard. Emma and Regina looked like they were planning to do something to the evil queen before Snow and Charming walked in. I don't remember them discussing a plan if the sapling didn't work out because for a majority of the episode, Regina was pretty much uh, just a chauffeur for snowing when they were looking for the sapling. Mm. So it sounds like he's uh, has a lot of the same issues as far as like uh, brushing past everything. You know, like he's bringing up mm-hmm. pretty much all of the same issues that I was bringing up. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so you can now cast a sleeping curse just by doing some simple magic on a heart. What happened to the rule in 4B that you can't put in a sleeping curse if you've already been in one? Ooh, I forgot about that. I forgot all about that, too. Me, too. I did. I forgot all about that. Uh, uh, good point. Very good point. Uh, so the Evil Queen's thought process was, I know I've waited so long to be able to kill Snow, but instead of doing that now when they're willingly giving me their heart, I'm going to give the heroes a chance to save them since they always find their way out of any situation that they're put in. <laughs> I totally understand where he's coming from, but I do understand Regina's reasoning as far as like, no, that's not going to make you suffer enough. I want to make you suffer. You know, mm-hmm. I, I I understand her reasoning, but Nolan definitely brings up some good points. Uh, he, he finishes up by saying, this would get either a six or a seven out of 10 from me. It wasn't horrible. I like the references, connection to the first season, and I like the scene between Rumple and Bell, except for the fact that Rumple decides to blame Zelina instead of listening to what Bell said. But that's Rumple in a nutshell. That's Rumple's mm-hmm. issue. He's, he's he's never going to take any blame for what he's done. But oh, yes, no, but, but yes, uh, very good point, Nolan. Um, I'm sorry, uh, but what I, I was surprised at how positive the reaction was to it. I guess he's talking about the uh, episode as a whole. But yes, mm-hmm. I I very good emailed Nolan. I loved every all pretty much every point you brought up. But I guess that's because you agreed with most of the points that I brought up. So uh, we, we, we do have one more uh, one more email from uh, Aaron Stoll, which I believe you said he was in the uh, chat room earlier. Anyway. Hello, Bobby, Anthony, and Liz. Here are my thoughts on this week's episode of Heartless, or episode of Once, Heartless. Uh, one, Regina, Sass, and Wardrobe are on point, as always. Will be the dog is so cute. Mm-hmm. Can we talk about how ugly Blue's outfit looks and even more ridiculous when she's holding an axe in the woods? Thank you! <laughs> Thank you! Thank you! Thank you! I, I find it interesting that even after the curse, the fairies are still nuns when the Bible forbids any form of witchcraft. <laughs> I hadn't, I hadn't wow. even thought about that. Um, okay. Killian and Emma's faces were priceless when Regina was talking about her and gold. Uh, not not just Killian and 
Oh yeah, Killian. I've the, what that's Hook, isn't it? Yes. What? I I wasn't even like who's Killian? Took me a second. But yes, I loved the I loved the look on Hook's face when uh when uh the, yes. I know. <laughs> oh well, uh, it looks something like this. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> is that is that? Oh, hold on a second. Hold on a second. I think you have just. Uh, I don't know what you want to call that face, but Bill used to have a Robin Hood face. So now yeah. this needs to be your uh, yes. Killian disgust face. <laughs> 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 All right. But 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 they they have more to add. Um. Okay. My reaction to Gold and the Evil Queen making out gross. Quit making out. I'm going to throw up. <laughs> and then three <laughs> exclamation points. So they were pretty serious about that one. Um, with all the time baby Neil spends with Granny, he's going to start thinking she's his mom. Uh, Snow's heart was really dark, which raises the question of how did she get through Glinda's door if he had to be pure of heart to enter? Uh, True. Maybe she was pure of heart at the time. The listeners are bringing up a lot of good points this week. Yeah. Uh, I think this show hates Rumpel. And yeah. uh, while that kiss was an interesting plot twist, there uh, there has been way too many sleeping curses on the show. It did rem- did remind me of this book I read in grade school called Schmo White and the Seven Doors. Oh, where they- <laughs> I'm sorry, where was I? Schmo um, White and the Seven Doors. Schmo White, the Seven Doors, a parody of Snow White. Oh, obviously, okay where the evil queen gives Snow White knockout lipstick and she falls down dead. When the prince finds her, he kisses her and she wakes up and then he falls dead. They basically keep kissing each other awake forever. Oh, well, maybe that's where they got the idea from. Maybe so. Um, And then this episode gave me hope that the show will stop with their lazy writing. I thought this was an excellent episode. The flashbacks were pointless but not boring. So out of 526 true true love saplings... I give it 520. And a good, a better scale than we, that's a good scale. Yeah. Should have been like lean or something. We need to work on our scales. Yes. But we're doing okay. a much, hey, hey. We came up with that on our own. From ourselves. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with positive criticisms to ourselves. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. No, you're we're fine. On you're fine. And we're I'm, I was, I'm part of that too. <laughs> All right, great episode tonight, guys. I thought that uh, great. We had a great conversation, great listener feedback. Uh, do we have any more from the chat tonight, Tony? Um, let me see here. Uh, after the shift name, um, let me see here. Uh, as Rumple once said, my guest, your questions are pointless. Yes, they are pointless <laughs> at this time. Um, and then I told Bill that there is a, that uh, there's a new face in town. No more Robin face. <laughs> it's now the the uh, kill your disgust face. So is it just Bill and Guest in chat right now? <laughs> yes, um, Bill and Guest and a uh, Chan server. But I'll, oh, that's, I'll, just the, that's, that's just the, the, server that's their own. Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. So yes, it's just Bill and, and Guest. Thank you guys for being here with us. Uh, yes, we really thank you. We love having people in chat. And you can join us in chat every week, 9 p.m., a little late this week, but every week, 9 p.m., 
Eastern Standard Time. Thank you, Eastern Standard Time. Or is it standard now? I no, it's Eastern and then six PM Pacific. No, no. What I'm asking is about the standard and the daylight thing because now that the time changed, I always get confused which is which. So I always just say Eastern. Eastern. So, Mm -hmm. so once again, you can join us every every week Mondays uh, at nine PM live dot universebox.com um if you'd like to send us feedback you can uh after you've watched the episode uh uh, straight to your computer run straight to your computer yes there's not much time there's not much time guys you got less than 20 or no i guess you got 24 hours to send us voicemail because we go live the next day at nine after bill and marie have are done live tweeting gotham uh so you can i'm sorry i lost my train of thought (laughs) <laughs> All right. <laughs> you can send us voicemails at greetingsfromstorybrook at gmail.com. Uh, I'm sorry. Send us emails at greetingsfromstorybrook at gmail.com. You can s- send us voicemails by calling 424-274-2352. Once again, that's 424-274-2352. You can also find us on Facebook where a lot of our discussion happens during the week uh, at Greetings from Storybrook. You can follow me on Twitter uh, at Inevitable Hawk, H A W K E, and you can follow the podcast at GF Storybrook. Liz, where can we find you online? Um, you can find me on Twitter at Queen underscore Liz. 87 or 1987 i always forget but actually i got got a new follower (laughs) i don't know if it's because of the podcast or not but i had a new follower on twitter i was excited about that congratulations and tony where can we find you you guys can find me on twitter at hoops 900 on twitter that's h-o-o-p-s 900 on twitter okay and like i mentioned before you can find us here next week on greetings, greetings, from greetings from Storybrook. Oh my god, and I didn't even bring up the theme to play. You so did it. <laughs> <laughs>